Good morning. It is Friday, May the 1st, 2020. This is Andreas Gabriel, Principal of Indian Road Crescent Junior Public School. IRC Junction is a podcast with a goal to connect us as a community during these extraordinary times. Let's begin our session with our land acknowledgement and O Canada. Please stand. We acknowledge we are hosted on the lands of the Mississaugas of the Anishinaabe the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, and the Wendat. We also recognize the enduring presence of all First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples. Today marks the beginning of a new month, and our theme for character education is integrity, and our theme for social justice is true worth and beauty. Here are today's quotes. Integrity. Integrity without knowledge is weak and useless, and knowledge without integrity is dangerous and dreadful. By Samuel Johnson. True worth and beauty. There is nothing more beautiful than someone who goes out of their way to make life beautiful for others. True beauty is not related to the color of your hair or what the color of your eyes are. True beauty is about who you are as a human being, your principles, and your moral compass. Author Unknown. Two thousand seventeen was Abby's first year of playing competitive hockey. We all knew it would be a building year for our mostly first year aged girls, their first time at this caliber. Abby was the youngest on the team, a late November baby, and she certainly was one of the smallest. And yet, as the season began, we were blown away by her spirit on the ice. She worked hard, she played hard, and she gave it her all every game. As a defenseman, she would eagerly chase girls 
animals twice your size, leaning into them, getting knocked down frequently, but never ever staying down. Her team went into the new year with only one win, and then it clicked. They started winning. They played together as a team, all of their learning culminating into one great game after another. We were so proud of her attitude, her tenacity, her determination. But the one thing she couldn't wait to do was score her first goal of the season. We explained to her that as a defensive player, her role wasn't necessarily to score a ton of goals, just to continue to be part of her team, working together and always improving. As the season was coming to a close, it happened. A Friday night game, she took a wrist shot from the point and it sailed in. As far as first goals go, this one was a beauty. The kind of goal that goes down in history. Her her teammates piled into her. The fans went wild. And as soon as she got back to the bench, the jumping up and down began. Abby's goal. It was so, so awesome. that hockey season that we knew how strong, brave, and tenacious our girl was. We hadn't seen the half of it. On April 13th, 2018, Abby was admitted to Sick Kids Hospital and diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. Thank you. 
healthy, strong athlete was being betrayed by a disorder that was causing her own body to turn on itself, and Abby fought. She fought so hard and showed us strength and bravery beyond what we ever thought possible. She defied so many odds. She was already our hero, but through this battle, she became the hero of so many others, inspired so many to fight, to love, to hope. On May 1st, 2018, the world lost a warrior. We lost a daughter, sister, granddaughter, cousin, niece, and friend. We lost a teammate, an artist, an athlete, an advocate. But as inconceivable as it is to live with all those losses, we refuse to live without her. We did not lose our hero, our inspiration, our light. She always was and always will be all of those things. Just uh, just last week, or about 10 days ago, Abby's Goal started a little campaign, and it went an unexpected direction. Uh, and here's the, the email that I got from Krista. My mom and her best friend decorated their houses with rainbows to thank essential workers, spread love, and also tell Abby's story. They put up a sign saying that DIY rainbow tree kits were available with a donation to Abby's Goal. The kits are plastic strips to wrap trees in to create rainbow trees. We didn't know if anyone would even notice, but over the past 10 days, we have given out 500 kits, 500 rocks, and raised almost $10,000 for the Stop Community Food Centre. I don't even know what to say, but it may be nice to mention for your students how such a simple idea and doing something at home to spread a little love and joy can really make a difference and uh, so that's from Krista and uh, I think some of our students have the rainbow trees already please take a look and find out more about Abby's goal A-B-B-E-Y-S-G-O-A-L dot com Abby's goal dot com now, I did not get to meet Abby, but what I do know from hearing stories about her is that she loved to read. So we're going to end our session today with a book reading for our Blue Spruce program from our teacher librarian, Ms. Rabia Kokar. Good morning, IRC. I can't believe that we're about to read our 10th Blue Spruce book. Blue Spruce is a Canadian reading program with 10 nominated books every year. It's a program that builds a love of reading. Very soon, we're going to get a chance to vote for our very favorite book. Before we start today's read aloud, let's review all of the books that we've read so far. We've read A Plan for Pops, 
giraffe and bird together again, sloth at the zoom, that's not hockey, sleep sheep, me, Toma, and the concrete garden, Emma's gems, the reptile club, the magic boat, and today's read aloud is called Mustafa. This story is written and illustrated by Marie Louise Gay and it's published by Groundwood Books. We have permission to read this book today on our podcast. While I'm reading, I want you to imagine all of the pictures in your head. Let's get started. Mustafa and his family traveled a very, very long way to get to their new country. The pictures show us that they've taken a boat to come to their new country. And now they seem to be walking for a very long time with all of their belongings. Some nights, Mustafa dreams about the country he used to live in. Dreams full of smoke and fire and loud noises. He wakes up. Where am I? He asks. You're here, says his mama. She hugs him tightly. They go out to look at the moon and the stars. Is that the same moon as in our old country? Asks Mustafa. Yes, answers his mama. The very same moon. Only then can Mustafa go back to bed. Mustafa looks down at the park. It's so green. In his country, the trees were gray with dust and dry as sticks. He sees birds hiding in the trees. Red birds, blue birds, yellow birds. He sees two small animals jumping from branch to branch. Their bushy tails wave and curl in the air. They chatter like monkeys. I wonder what small animal he saw. Do you want to go play in the park? Asks his mother. Yes, said Mustafa. He runs downstairs. Mustafa walks under the trees. The air smells green and cool. He sees flowers shaped like his grandmother's pink teacups. He sees flowers that look like dragon tongues. He also finds two treasures, a white snail shell and a yellow heart-shaped leaf. Mustafa sees a parade of ants carrying tiny blades of grass like flags. They look like the ants in his old country. So do the soft, fuzzy caterpillars and so do the buzzing bees. Mustafa hears a noise. He hides behind a tree. A girl walks in the park. She holds a ribbon tied to a cat. In Mustafa's country, cats were skinny and wild. They lived in the streets. They didn't wear ribbons. The girl sees him and she says something. Mustafa doesn't understand her words. He pretends to tie his shoe and then he runs back to his apartment. Back already? asks his mother. What did you see in the park? Mustafa tells her about the flowers that look like grandma's pink teacups. He tells her about the parades, parade of ants waving their flags. And he shows her his white snail shell and his yellow heart-shaped leaf. Lovely, says his mother, but he doesn't tell her about the girl with the cat. The next day, Mustafa sees shiny red bugs with black spots. They look like jewels. I think he sees ladybugs. 
He finds more treasures like an acorn, a speckled stone, and a perfect drawing stick. Mustafa draws an airplane in the sand. He draws the house he used to live in, and he draws clouds of smoke and fire. He draws broken trees. There's lots happening in this picture. Suddenly, the girl with the cat is here. She points to the drawings and says something. Her words float in the air and disappear. Mustafa drops his stick and runs away. The girl draws flowers, butterflies, and stars. She draws her cat. The cloud of smoke and fire disappear, and so do the broken trees. There he is running away. I wonder why he's running away. Maybe he's feeling shy. Mustafa goes to the park every day. The trees have turned bright orange and red. Is this magic, he wonders. He sees an old lady feeding breadcrumbs to a whirlwind of pigeons. In Mustafa's country, there was not enough food to share with the birds. The old lady speaks to them. She must be the magician. Mustafa wishes he could speak bird language. Mustafa sees a small vampire chasing a fairy, a fox, and a rabbit. They're screaming and laughing. Mustafa waves to them, but they don't see him. And then they disappear into the trees. Looks like kids are um, in costumes for Halloween. Mustafa hears music. It winds its way through the trees like a river. A man is playing a red accordion. Mustafa knows this tune. His uncle Amir played it all the time. Everyone smiles and waves and claps their hands. A dog barks, birds sing. Mustafa whistles along with the music, but nobody notices him. Mama asks Mustafa, am I invisible? If you were invisible, I couldn't hug you, could I? Answers his mama. The next day, Mustafa sees the girl with the cat. Before she can see him, he scrambles up to the top of a huge tree. Now he really is invisible. But the girl with the cat finds him. She makes a sign with her hand. It means come with me. He follows the girl to a pond filled with dark water. The girl points. Three fat orange fish are swimming in circles. The girl takes some yellow grains out of her pocket and throws them into the water. The fish rush to the surface to eat. They make funny fish faces. Mustafa laughs and so does the girl. Then the girl leads Mustafa to another part of the park where there are swings. She ties her cat to a tree and she sits on a swing. The girl swings back and forth, higher and higher. She looks down at Mustafa. He sits on a swing. He swings slowly back and forth, then higher and higher. Together, they almost reach the treetops. Together, they almost touch the clouds. The girl points to herself and says something. It sounds like Maria. It also sounds like music, like happy music. Then she points to Mustafa. He understands. Mustafa, he says. Maria smiles. Mustafa doesn't feel invisible anymore. 
there they are exchanging and getting to know their names. This is such a beautiful book about friendship and how important it is to include our new friends. We can we can say hello, we can invite them and welcome them into a game. All of these really great things that help us become better friends. If you want to hear this story or any of the other Blue Spruce stories, please visit our library website. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Kokar. Uh, the performance of Lost Boys was uh, by students and staff of IRC in 2018. Um, Abby's goal is a charitable organization um, with a mission to spread love and they do this by supporting the people and organizations actively engaged in fostering a compassionate and healthy society. Together at Indian Road Crescent we do shine. <laughs> <laughs>